Perik Aleph Mishnah Beis Ha'ochel Mehem Kazais Matzah Pesach. We're continuing the discussion of those five grains. So Ha'ochel Mehem Kazais Matzah Pesach. If one eats a Kazais, an olive's size of Matzah Pesach made out of those particular five grains, Yotzi Dechavasi fulfills the obligation on Pesach to eat Matzah. We know on Pesach you have to eat Matzah, Kazais of Matzah, but it has to be made out of specifically those five grains. Kazayas Chamez, if a person violates the law and he eats a kazaya, the size of a kazayas, the size of an aisle of, of his olive of chametz, meaning those five grains leaven and become chametz, chayibi kares, then the punishment for that, the penalty is kares. That is the punishment, but only if it's from those five grains. If let's say one has chametz from specifically those five grains, and now he has his chametz that got mixed with other food, so you have now what is called taruvis chametz. It's a mixture of chametz, chametz from these five grains with other foods. So nisar v'echem mechol hamin with other foods. How is it over Pesach? Even though it's not pure chametz, it's mixed with other food. It's still in violation of owning Pesach, of owning chametz on Pesach. There's the prohibitions of baliroi balimotzi, which are two prohibitions of having chametz in one's possession on Pesach. So if he has this taruvos of chametz, this mixture of chametz, he is in violation of those. Of those um the violate of those uh, sins. Now the mission continues. If a person takes a vow that is not going to eat a certain thing, that is not allowed to eat it. But what if a person made a general vow? He said, I know the pass. I were not going to eat bread. He makes a vow from eating bread and not from grains. So what does that include? So Rabbi Meir says, also behem. He only only includes those five species because that's what is normally referred to when one says bread or grains, specifically those five. Div those are the words of Rabbi Now, it seems from Rabbi words that he only discussed pas and tvua, bread and grains. But if he uses the word dagan, dagan is also a way of describing grains, it literally means a pile, then it would seem that it would prohibit all types of grains, not just these five, because Rabbi Meir did not mentioned the one uh, dogon he only said that by pass and tvua only include those five specifically pass and tvua include only those five but nothing else sounds like if he did not say pass or tvua but he made a vow that he won't eat dogon he won't benefit from dogon then it would prohibit everything so that was what, what that is what Remei would seem to hold. So therefore, on that the Chum are going to argue. The sages will argue. The Chum and the Chum will say no. Hanodim and Hadogan. If a person takes a vow that he will not eat even Dogan, Eino Ase Elamehen, it also only prohibits these five types of grain specifically, because according to the Chachamim, even when you say Dogan, people use that term. Like they use the term of tavua of, of grains, and therefore they mean specifically those five species, but not the other ones. And the Nana Mishnah concludes the Chayov and Machal of Maestros. These five grains are obligated in Chal, as we mentioned earlier, over Maestros and to separate Maestro from these five grains. Now, what is the Mishnah telling us? What is special about the, these words over here? So the Rav says, because the next couple of Mishnah is going to tell us situations where one is obligated in chala, but not meiser, or also we're going to see a Mishnah where one is obligated in meiser, but not chala. So therefore, it's telling us over here that these five grains are obligated in both. The chayyav mechala over meiser, they're obligated in chala and meiser.